Welcome to Man Therapy. Man Therapy. Man Therapy. Welcome to Man Therapy, a new podcast with four longtime friends talking about life, current events, and everything in between. Full discretion, we are not real therapists, but we suspect most therapists only wish they were us. We're just four guys with different opinions that still manage to love each other no matter our differences. The act of sharing a burden, fostering laughter, and lending an ear to a brother is the basis and foundation of what we call man therapy. So throw another log on the fire, oil up your beard. If you have one, grab a beverage of choice and relax. We welcome you to the Man Therapy Podcast. Hey everybody, uh, welcome into Man Therapy today. Uh, this is going on for our eighth episode. Can you believe it? Eight guys, how, how have we made it this far? Let's go. Uh, a lot of willpower and heavily sedation. And yeah. so many, so many listeners. We, <laughs> Man, we <laughs> are breaking so much records. Records. Yep. On YouTube, we got tens of views. Woo! <laughs> 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 And uh, that says a lot. Yeah, Joe Rogan, move over. Hey, <laughs> hey, I would, I would take a retweet from him anytime or a, a share. From hey, I, did, I did try to get us on. Uh, call her daddy on the comments. Just say it. Call uh, her daddy. Um, uh, y'all don't know, can you? Y'all don't know this. Y'all don't know podcast. I do. I know what you're talking about. I have listened to them. I have not. And apparently, I don't know podcast, so um, I guess I'll leave that there. Is this like a sex therapy podcast? They're a little raunchy. All right. Well, uh, going on for episode number eight, and we'll, I guess, move right into segments. And uh, Jeff, um, well, you know what they say. Yeah, I know what they say. (laughs) So, um, you know, just with everything that's been going on, um. I had been sitting here thinking about, uh, you know, how we give weather people, um, meteorologists, whatever you want to call them, um, a hard time about, you know, being right 50% of the time and still keeping their job or, you know, so on. But when you're predicting weather, you know, it has a tendency to change. It has a mind of its own. The meteorologists are there just to predict and say what they see on radar. Um, but when it comes to media personalities, I feel like, um, nowadays where it's used to, they would have probably gotten rid of them. We give them a pass, um, you know, and there's, uh, a few instances I have like, um, the New York times, um, Mara Gay, um, where she was talking about Mike Bloomberg, where he has spent over 500 million on his presidential campaign. And, um, 
she made the or somebody had made the comment, but uh, anyway, she had stated it on a um, MSNBC eleventh hour with Brian Williams that if Bloomberg um, could have gave every American a million dollars and still had money left over, with I was just I, and I and I'm sitting here thinking on a grade level math IQ that's not right. Um, and, yeah. and this is this is on on a live on a, on a network show. I think it rounded up to like um, the equivalent of a dollar and fifty three cents a person if that were to happen. Um, you know, and then <laughs> with the, also, like over three hundred million people and yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's so she she five hundred fifty people a minute or five was it five hundred fifty million. He had five hundred. It's over five hundred million that, that he, he spent had, on the com- that campaign. He spent, that he spent on his campaign, and she and, and now it wasn't her original thought. It was somebody had posted on Twitter, and she ended up bringing it to um, the show, the eleventh hour on MSNBC, and her and I guess was it Brian Williams um, had both agreed that you know that could happen, and we're supposed to take these people seriously. You know, and then also there's another one with um, Chris Cuomo, uh, where where he says, "Please show me where it says protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful." You know, these <laughs> that's that's right there in in the First Amendment. Um, you know, you got Don Lemon calling people idiots for wanting to do their own research. You got um, Joy Reid. Talking about uh, Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema um, being up for midterm elections in 2022 when they're not up for uh, elections until 2024, and these are the these are the big names, um, just a few of the big names in media that we're supposed to take seriously, and that that's just a few of the the blunders that they've had, um, be, and I feel like it's because, um, and I don't know these people personally, so I'm not going to attack them personally, but. Um, I feel like it's because people let their feelings get in the way of of their job. So they make it more personal than what it's supposed to be, which is reporting the news. But like are they really but they're not actually the news, like Tucker and Maddow. <clears throat> like they're not really news. They're just they're they're opinionated. They're opinionators. Yeah, there was a judge, Cynthia Bashant, I believe. Uh, Maddow was getting so sued by like own uh, Oprah's thing, I believe, or, yeah, or yeah. one of them. And the judge said that people who watch that show, those shows already know that they're not the news. So they couldn't be held accountable for some of the stuff that they say as, cause it's not factual. So they were even saying like uh, a judge right. ruled that Tucker and all them and Matt out aren't actual of the news. Right. Well, I mean that, you know, and that's true, but being, being on the news network, like CNN, um, Fox News, MSNBC, uh, you know, I feel like it's their duty and their obligation for what they got hired on to do is to give us facts about certain situations that are going on and not give us their opinions. I don't want their opinions. The opinions are like buttholes. Everybody's got one. Some people stink. Actually, all everybody stinks. But you like your own brand, if you know what I mean. Yeah. What the f- are we talking about? 
I'm talking Listen, about like uh, you know what Al Roker versus Willard Scott. Who would win? In a poop the pants contest? Eh, no fist fight, fist cups. Al, Al Roker. Okay. This is like the uh, celebrity death match match claymation show. You know, I don't think anybody's even going to remember Willard Scott, but you know, we'll see. Who you got, Ray? I have the pay per view because the money that it would bring in. Pay per view. Well, you still got to pick somebody. I think we all. I got a gun to your head right now, and you're picking Willard Scott or Al Roker. Willard Scott, hundred dollars. All right, Pat. I'm going to go with uh, Willard Scott, too. Mm. But, like, you know, I, I you know, I, I could split the decision and go with Jeff on this and say Al. But I just feel like Willard Scott. I feel like I just like feel like Al. I feel like he's got a little bit more testosterone than uh, Al I Roker. Just, I just feel like Al would be scrappy, man. You think so? I feel like he would. All right. Well, and, and honestly, I just like the way he carries himself. He ain't gonna lie about it. Okay. And, right. and I guess going back to like kind of the point Jeff was making is like when you write one of these headlines or put out a story or do a segment on a news channel regarding whatever the topic it is, mm-hmm. that even if you put it out and it's completely stupid it's false and it is just you know it's wrong whatever is wrong with it the damage is already done because the way our news works is they they will grab something whether it's true or not yeah and put it out there put the headlines out there people only read the headlines browsing through uh they don't go oh my and God, dig yeah. through a whole page of the articles. They don't read the whole thing. It's clickbait. Um, that's all it is. Whether that's on socials or if it's just yeah, you know. Because there's been there's been times where I've clicked on articles where the headline was completely different than what the article read. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and for instance, this past week, um, I don't know, was it two weeks? There's a NPR story came out about this um Blech. About Sorry, this mask uh, of, I think it's Gorsuch, the Supreme Court Justice. Uh, I, he was, I guess, elected or put in all, put in there by Trump. But, anyways, nominated. But he, uh, a story came out that uh, one of the Supreme Court justices, I think one of the left leaning ones, um, starts with an S. Is it Sotomayor? Sotomayor or something like that. Sotomayor. The mayor, but anyways, she like she said that the story was stating that Gorsuch would not put on a mask, and so that Sotomayor or the other Supreme Court justice stayed and listening. I think it was uh, she went remote rather than coming into the office because he was being so disrespectful. Well, both of the judges got together and put out a statement saying that this was just a bunch of bull. Like this is not true. This is not the reason why I don't know why, you know, why they're saying this and because uh, it's absolutely not true. He's not being respectful and, mm-hmm. you know, just being not wearing a mask just to piss people off. But yet NPR was like, oh, we're standing by our story, even though 
the two people that the story was about came out and said this was not true. And yeah. yet it, it blows my mind. I actually heard that too, the the same exact way that you just heard it. Um, you know, and, and, and that's a problem with a lot of that, that there again, that's uh, there is the facts over the feelings part, you know, um, there, I, think and the internet, I think the internet and social media has made them be a little more reckless because now they just want to be first because in social media, if you're not one of the first, you know, sites to put something out, it kind of gets overshadowed and overlooked. So they just hit a headline get something that people will click on and just put it out quick. Absolutely. And well, I mean, yeah. And none of, none of the articles I put in there were, you know, you need to really hold people accountable. I mean, they should be called out on their, on their junk. But a lot of the times when, you know, when you're a lot of these news outlets, when, when they're putting people on blast and slandering certain people, um, you know, they need to be held accountable. Um, just as, uh, who was the kid that, um, sued cnn and sandman yeah nick uh, sandman nick sandman uh, just as he did you know and, oh man that was a a really odd situation right there they really that portrayed him because he had a, a maga hat on and right they yeah, ran I mean, it well they ran with it and really slandered him and it turned out the truth was that he wasn't the one causing any of the the problem right he made some money though. Yeah, he sure did. Oh yeah, and, and I don't even know that all the lawsuits are settled yet. Probably not. And but what I I guess what I'm saying is a point is like if they make a mistake in these articles and and, and they they don't necessarily just put out a new article saying hey we're sorry they don't put out a new headline they go. No they go to within the article and retract it and yeah air quotes right. correct it and yeah. but the damage is already done because without changing the headline without changing the headline mm-hmm. and and there's rarely times where you get other than it's it might the the opposing uh party or the opposing news network cuz we have basically in America right now we have left-leaning news, right-leaning leaning news, and they attack each other all the time. And there is nothing in between for... I mean, like, I, mm. I think I, think I like watching majority, BBC. Oh, well, BBC is good, yeah. But, you, but yeah. That, that's that's in the UK, so that that's not American, technically not. American news. It's more accurate than ours for us. And I think that's why... I, I like, I'll agree with Ray on that. And I really yeah. honestly think that's why Joe Rogan is so popular is because he allows different viewpoints on his show and it's not, it's right leaning, left leaning. And the dude pales the amount of view. I think he's like a normal episode gets 11 million views for him. And yeah, like CNN, he's like exponentially bigger than any of these cable news networks are now. And he's a dang mm. podcast. And, right. and it's more of there needs to be more like his podcast because you, there is no venue where you actually would say, well, here's a politician that is wanting to pass a bill on the left. And here's another politician that opposes this bill. Um, all we get is they go on their own um, 
self-identifying like either Fox News or CNN. They go on their own already left or right leaning news agencies and they just they get on there and and have an echo chamber and there's no middle ground i'm like why is why isn't there something where that is totally bipartisan where i i get there's like c-span but who goes and watches all that that crap then you have politicians you know that you know play off of that there's like there's got to be like oh you're trying to sell a bill you think it's this bill is the worst thing ever so why don't we put them together in an even playing field and let them on live tv tell you why 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 they believe in this bill or why it's the worst thing ever and there's no transparency mm -hmm. or yeah that's what i was about to say or get them on live television let them read the bill out absolutely and Mm. And that's the thing. This whole thing, bills are like thousands of pages long. And I'm yeah. like, do they have to be? Or it, well, they've got know. so many things hidden because to get someone on board, you got to do something for someone else. And so there's so many little things attached to it. They don't want everyone to know what's all well, in the bill because both sides got, put stuff uh, Yeah, well, I mean, you've got, uh, you know, the, um, what do you call those people? Uh <sighs> the ones who get the money for the candidates and uh, their campaign constituents. Uh, no, give me a second, guys. I just staffers. Uh, it, it, this would be a perfect time to have a uh, a brain fart, man. It's uh, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, y'all just come back to me later. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, <laughs> you still the next me. few plays out, buddy. I've got I've got COVID brain. Uh, I'm just I'm just recovering from COVID. So I do. I will say that I do like the way Real Clear Politics kind of sets up some of their news articles because I've noticed from I guess following the election last year or in 2020. Um, that they 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 post a lot of their articles but they'll alternate it'll be like there's a conservative source and then there's a liberal source conservative liberal and they'll they'll post all of these articles from all of these political politically leaning news agencies onto their page and they i guess kind of give a, a a picture of of what both sides think. So that's kind of a good website to go to sort of. Um, but, but have you ever actually looked at the numbers for like the super PACs and stuff like that? The money they raise to actually how much money goes into like a presidential run. There's stupid, a lot of money that's just not accounted for. Mm-hmm. Like the money's just, it wasn't for road trips and gas for your buses. Like if, if people are pushing back against transparency, then that is the reason in itself to be like, okay, we need to keep digging because transparency is the, the key to all of this It's the key to, but all they have to do is go to a book signing or a uh, talk at a school or college or a business. And then all that money can just be swept in different avenues. Yeah. Money laundering. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Man, hard to... I'll tell you, I, you know, I didn't know much about uh, John McCain when he was um, 
in office. I mean, uh, but that guy actually has had a hell of a lot of integrity. I mean, he was standing up before, you know, everyone and, you know, basically saying that they needed to put an end to, you know, some of that money and transparency, you know, being, I mean, out there for everybody to see. I mean, because, I mean, Mitch McConnell, who's horrible about it, I mean, like, has taken um, one stand on a subject and then all of a sudden, you know, there's some money kind of funneled in you know, to him, and then he's changed his stance. Yeah, I'm not saying like people, and I'm not saying people, you know, senators or, you know, representatives or presidents, anybody can't, you know, change their mind. Yeah, change their mind because of of different information, you know, being given to them. Oh, I mean, Obama Obama changed his mind on, on gay marriage. You know, he went in. You know, marriage being between a man and a woman, and then changed yep. his campaigned on that. Yeah, yeah. And, which honestly, you know. man, I mean, who cares? I mean, like, but I'm just saying, you know, that was just too. that was just that was just an instance on people changing their mind. You know, oh, it, yeah. it is what it is, right? But but I mean, like, uh, John McCain, like, you know, was kind of shot down about it, and uh, and of course because. You know, none of them wanted to, you know, lose that money that was being uh, funneled in from, uh, you know, oh, it, it would, it would, big it would, businesses and, uh, and stuff and, like. But uh, Mike, oh. are you? Uh, wait, 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 wait! Lobbyists. Lobbyists. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That uh, that that is a big problem in in our government, and I I, I personally don't believe that any you should any company should be able to lobby nope. at all period nope, nope but anyways nope, nope nope moving on uh mike uh it is up to you for segment number well this is still segment one but for your uh segment in this well uh big news um in i guess the music scene this week was a long time band every time i die broke up officially and really sudden and uh disheartened i got to see them twice this year once at furnace fest and uh the last show that i went to that i got to see them was in columbus at the king of clubs and incredible show i mean you wouldn't even thought anything would have been wrong at all i mean and i've met a couple of the guys i've met uh the guitarist Jordan, uh, twice. I met him at, um, furnace fest and, you know, met him at King of clubs, you know, really nice guy met Andy and Andy. Also, he wrestles on AEW. Then Andy was, yeah. I mean, he's the, uh, the butcher. I mean, he's a good dude. I mean, he's a, he's a big mofo too, man. Uh, I guess, there's been a lot of issues between uh, the rest of the band and the lead singer, which is um, the lead singer, Keith Buckley is, you know, brother to Jordan Buckley, you know? So, I mean, you, you have the family squabble there and uh, man, I don't know. It's a, it's a mess. I mean, a lot of it played out online. Um, 
there's no really telling, you know, really kind of what exactly all happened. But is it looking like the lead singer was just being a little bit of a diva? I, you know, you don't know because I mean, in, in a sense, yeah, it, it does seem like that because um, they were saying that he would not show up to uh, until it was like five to 10 minutes before, you know, the set. And he actually had released a statement online. So what happened? Okay. Back in December was he just threw it out on social media that, and this was like, I think two or three shows before um, the end of their tour he was dropping off of the tour himself and that he was going to have to take some time off and, and, you know, to work on his mental health and that he had overheard Jordan uh, talking to somebody else saying that they were looking for somebody to uh, replace him. And of course, you know, Jordan has also disputed this and saying that he doesn't know what Keith actually heard, but like, that was never ever a discussion and that you know they had even you know talked on you know about it before and saying that that would never ever be a you know he would never ever be you know talked about being replaced like and so i mean like the band actually issued a statement this week uh saying that you know every time i die is done and that there was never a plan to replace Keith, you know, because every time I die is, you know, nothing without Keith. Uh, so I don't know, man. I mean, it, it's, it's messed up. I mean, I think all the guys do plan on moving forward with, you know, maybe something new and everything like that. They've, they've tried to talk to Keith and he has not responded back to them won't sit down in the same room with them. Um, I guess apparently they had all tried doing like uh, some therapy and stuff together uh, before they played Furnace Fest, actually. So it was... Uh, I know a lot I of people know. like laugh at that kind of stuff, but like it might as well be a marriage between people who are doing stuff like that. There's so much money right. and egos. Like it's it's like a marriage, but with more than two people, so things can go wrong pretty easily. Pretty well, right. not only that, you're together all the time, especially yeah. on tours and stuff, you know. So you're probably together, honestly. You know, unless your family travels with you, you're, you're with those people more than you are with your own family. And so, I guess I mean, like, so Keith is also like he he has struggled with addiction and everything, uh, heavily and. I, he's you know gotten sober and I mean so like his whole thing was he he tried to in his statement say that you know trying to stay strong and you know not putting himself in certain situations but you know the band's also disputing saying that you know there's there was no crazy drinking on on the tour and uh, I guess Jordan has said that he doesn't drink on the tour. Uh, Goose didn't drink on the tour. Andy doesn't. And, or, I mean, I guess Jordan does, you know, maybe a couple beers and that's it. Yeah, and it sounds like they 
they even had proposed Keith traveling separately uh, to yeah, them like to kind of keep it going. It, it, from what I've read, that these guys have they made a real attempt to try to reconcile or I, I don't know if reconcile is the right word, but to accommodate even with disagreements that they still could could go on and play. Oh yeah. I mean, and, and they were, they were going to say, all right, so Keith doesn't want to do these last three shows. And so we'll just have the fans come up and sing their favorite songs just so the fans don't, you know, lose their money on the tickets. And I guess Keith took it as a personal attack is, you know, what I'm reading too. So I don't know. It's sad when stuff like that happens, but I mean, hopefully once, if it does end, you know, they can get back to being friends again. Sometimes when you just send your feelings, you just got to take a break. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I actually had, um, I'd sent a Instagram comment to, uh, Jordan and I'd said, you know, I mean, hopefully, you know, all of y'all are, I mean, more than anything, able to find some peace, you know, after, you know, through this, I mean, and his reply back, he actually replied. He said, we are now. I'm like, oh, that's good. Well, that, that means, you know, without Keith. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, I thought, uh, you know, no, 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 uh, throwing shade towards this, but when Mike was talking about, you know, devastating, rock news or music news i thought he was going to go with the meatloaf uh, all right I, I don't know what you're talking about what happened with meatloaf r.i.p to the meatloaf baby he, he uh, died. i would do anything for love, but i won't do that i won't do that uh, i went oh back and uh, was listening to apple music had a uh like a essentials R.I.P. to the loaf, baby. I was listening. listening 20, to, uh, 2022. Uh, I'm, is... I'm sorry, but what other essentials does he have? Um, <laughs> other than that one, I, I don't. I don't know. I, have you? Uh, what's there's that, like one uh, a paradise song that was uh, hell something. Uh, I have to think of it. 2022 is not starting out good as far as taking taking people. Um, Bob Saget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the top songs. Uh, Bad than, Out of Hell. Yeah. Is This Love? Banger. Certified yeah. Banger. Paradise by the Ooh. Dashboard. Good one. Uh, two out of three. Two out of three ain't, ain't bad. bad. And then I Would Do Anything for Love. Probably his most iconic yeah. song. But anyways. Wait. Anyways, that's uh, sad news. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Etid and R.I.P. Meatloaf. Don't let you meatloaf, baby. All right. Well, uh, have you uh, got anything else on, on your your segment, Mike? Yeah, I think that's it. All right. I guess it's uh, to me then on uh, moving on to my segment. So. Since uh, 
I just kind of found a kind of a feel good article this time. I, I actually got two, so we can uh, probably not spend all, too much much of time on them. Um, but um, so the first article is I found. I believe this is a team in New Hampshire uh, that uh, it was like as the tide rose, it began looking perilous for a Millie the Jack Russell. So this is about a dog. And so rescue crews uh, had to think of a, of a way to try to, to rescue this dog because uh, she was otherwise she was going to drown. And uh, there were, I guess it was really muddy and she was having a really hard time as the water was rising. And uh, so uh, police, firefighters and coast guards, the rescuers had to think imaginatively and came up with the idea of attaching a sausage to a drone and hoping the scent <laughs> would treat. <laughs> so they tie a string and put a sausage on the end of it and tie it to a drone and fly it out to this uh, swampy swampy area and uh to tempt millie to safety so there there's actually a video from the drone itself of the uh that sausage just swinging swinging uh, like a pendulum <laughs> on, oh, the, yeah. uh, in, on the uh <laughs> on the hanging from this uh so you you would see the drone fly and it would the the sausage would just go swinging and they would have to slow down to kind of get it get the sausage to be still so it was quite a process, but they were able to uh, attach the sausage to <laughs> to a drone and dangle it in front of Millie, uh, the Jack Russell, and lead her to safety. And I thought that was... Uh, I heard if you do the same thing to Jeff, you could lead him to safety. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that leads me to danger. <laughs> <laughs> You won't have a, you, you, your drone would be no more. <laughs> would, would you uh, jerk that sausage free and whoa, bust that, uh, bust that drone up? That escalated quickly. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Wait, first off, did the, did the sausage have the casing on it or was it removed? Uh, I could give you an email and you can get in touch with the reporter. I, I do not know. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. But it, okay. Yeah, it was attached to a string, and uh, I like my sausage clean. Uh, well, I, well, I think a local resident on the beach was there, and they were. Uh, I think they had some, some people like their sausage casing, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Have y'all ever tried that. sausage? The sausage casing, like we. Yeah. If you've ever, ugh, I haven't. Know. How I are can't, you man. not going to eat sausage yeah. without its casing? Well, don't most sausages have, you, have a casing on it? Yeah. That's the way it gives it that. Right? You can you can peel it. Has I, a casing. I peel you, the case. I peel the casing off the sausage. You, you, I'm gonna you, mute you, what Mike. Psychopath. I'm gonna mute Mike right now. <laughs> you you peel the casing down, Jeff? No, I split. Of, I split it and then I and I peel it around. Ooh, what a weird. <laughs> You don't just treat it like a lighter, you know, just mm. pop that casing right off. No. Okay. The Ooh. lid. Okay. They're popping each other's. <laughs> that reminds me of, a, of a, uh, that reminds me of another episode of uh, the, uh, the league. I don't know if, I don't know if Mike saw this one or not, but uh -huh. uh, 
Go ahead. The the lamb skin. And yeah. At, at tacos. E B D B B and B. And and uh, he replaces the sausage casings with the lamb skin. Mm. And they all bite into <laughs> it. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> that's so disgusting oh my gosh that show is so bad but it's so funny I like that show well, I'm glad the uh... we need to find a Ralphie or Rafi no we don't <laughs> yeah we do I'll need someone waiting in my trash can with knives trying to scare me I see the uh, bald headed dude no, 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 he's a uh, uh, play- psychopath. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, he's played in several other. He played in uh, what is it, Dirty Grandpa, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else? Did he? Um. Uh, what's the What's the movie with? I think it's a uh, Will Ferrell and some other lady that they run that underground casino. Jeff Ranson. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure he was in that. Anyway, the dude is just hilarious on, on his own merit. Mm-hmm. But in that show, he's phenomenal. He really does play that perfect character for that. He really does. All right. Well, All right. Pat, what's Pat. yours? But what's your other one, bud? Yeah, and uh, I guess the next one is there. I was going through social media, and there was this. Uh, article rather it was a series of tweets that were shared and apparently in uh believe but anyways uh so this lady she apparently while she her car was sinking in an icy river i believe this was in canada in ontario a town in ontario (laughs) while this uh (laughs) no comments jeff um while her car was sinking, she uh, apparently was trying to drive across a icy river and to take a shortcut from what some of the uh, ha- they had reporting. And so, well, her car fell through, went into the river, oh my God. and people captured. She proceeded to get out of the car. She, she gets on top of her car, and she was captured taking a selfie had time to take a selfie while people were trying to rescue her. She's standing on top of her car and there's a picture. uh, There's a picture I found on social media. She, it's a yellow car. She's standing there. She's doing the selfie pose with her cell phone and taking a picture picture of herself while her car is going down. And I believe they had to get a, somebody in a kayak to get out there (laughs) and, uh, help her get out of the, her situation. But like, Oh my God, my car is sinking. I need to, <laughs> I need to document Duck face. But apparently she was, according to report, she was purposefully driving across this frozen river for a shortcut. Yeah, and, like some of those places in Canada, like it's thick enough to drive across. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of ice fishing and, um, anyways, uh, how do you catch a polar bear? Oh, no. Um, You don't know? Okay. Well, you cut a hole in the ice, and then you take a can of green peas, and then you you just drain them, and then you put the peas around the hole, 
And then so when the bear, the polar bear goes up to take a pee, you kick him in the ice hole. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, anyways, I'm glad the lady's safe, but she's a complete moron. I mean, what else so you we, do? You gotta do it for the gram, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm gonna let y'all take this one. I'm just gonna sit here and listen. I, I you, just, you don't have any comments on Canada, Jeff? Oh, I have several. Okay. For insurance purposes, what? What? maybe she was oh, just taking me. a picture. Possibly. Possibly. But uh she was rescued with a uh with a kayak pretty quickly according to some of the reports but it just uh it's just a mentality of hey you know the 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 world's uh going to crap but i'm just i'm sure gonna document it if she was saved by a kayak then that river was not indeed frozen over to drive across absolutely and uh yeah i i would have took the approach you got yourself in there you can get yourself out If you've got time to stop and take a selfie, then uh, and this is why Jeff doesn't work on you know any sort of emergency crews because he would just judge it on. eh. They did what? Oh, they should die. Oh, wrap your car around a a light pole, huh? Going to hundreds. That's not like a good idea. Oh, you can't breathe. Why do we let Canada be a country? Oh, Canada. Anyways, that is the uh, all that I have. I just found these two uh, articles, and uh, we've got uh, crazy people. While their cars are sinking, they have the time to uh, take a uh, take a selfie yeah. of themselves standing on top of their car. That, Something to show the kids, I guess. Oh my god, I'm gonna post this on my Snapchat story. Oh my car is sinking. Oh my goodness. Mm. What else are you going to fill your Snapchat up with, Mike? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) All right, so the next segment goes to me. Uh, So Mm -hmm. this last summer, uh, I was out in my yard, and um, there was a dead branch. And so I was like, you know what? I've I've been a pretty athletic person in my past. I'm just going to jump up, and I'm going to (laughs) snag this dead branch. I jumped maybe four inches off the ground, and when I came down, I rolled my ankle. So that made me think of what is oh the dumbest way you have been injured? Let's start off with Mike. Mm. Mike, I already put yours in how the did, document so you can put it. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how did I already know where we were going? <laughs> Man. Okay. So because that was the dumbest way I've ever seen anybody get hurt, <laughs> but it was, awesome. but it was pretty epic. Oh, it was, I mean, oh, it was epic. Right. It was. Oh man! Okay. And they didn't charge us extra, which is and, a uh, and, the, and, the, and the great thing about this, this is all of us were there. Yes, That's true. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess to to start this off, uh, I twisted both of my ankles really bad in high school. So, like you know, playing football. So, I mean, I, I, I've always had issues with my ankles. You know, I have to. I mean, at work, I mean, it, it makes sense anyways to wear, you know, boots that really support those ankles and everything like that, because otherwise I'm going to, I'm just going to snap my <laughs> up. So, <laughs> right. So the story that the guys are all referring to, it, it really is the dumbest way that um, I've ever been hurt. One night at this Irish pub in Huntsville, 
called Finnegan's that we all used to go to. And R.I.P. Finnegan's. R.I.P. Yeah, Aww. man. R.I.P. Man, that was an amazing place. Especially when the blind piano player lady would come. Play Mr. Piano Man. <laughs> yeah. It so was the uh, one of the only places that uh, Ray has said Roll Tide that I recall. <laughs> There's a backstory I would like to give a defense That's true. later on. But he, go ahead. he just says it because he loves Alabama. Nope. So anyways, after probably a couple rounds of Irish car bombs and, you know. Guinness Can we say and, that? Yeah, uh, sure. Why not? Yeah. Just not in Ireland. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, the the, the drink, there the drink. Go. So, anyways, a couple of rounds of that and probably a few beers and probably even a few pregame beers. Uh, who, I, I don't even remember if we went to uh, where we went for that. If we went to. Um, it's probably Baumhauer's. Baumhauer's. Yeah. Well, the, I don't even the, know, uh, man. Where they used to have the big uh, the, towers the, of the cylinders of beer. Oh yeah, the blender, the, the blender, blender. Yeah. So, anyways, I was uh, pretty well lit and feeling good, and they were playing, you know, all the uh, white people anthems. You know, um, journeys don't stop believing, and they had these booths where your whole party could get into and you'd be separated off from, you know, the other booths, the VIP. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) and they had, um, I mean, it was all wood too. So, I mean, it it was, it had a really cool pub build to it. Well, after standing on top of the, um, the cushion booth seats and singing, don't stop believing at the top of my lungs as, well, it's everybody else in our party and everybody else in the bar. And uh, I decided I would uh, meet the people on the other side. And so I'm shaking hands, you know, giving high fives over there and everything like that. And I'm holding, they had a uh, little wooden banisters, uh, rods, banister, doils, whatever you want to call yeah. them, up around the top. And I'm hanging on to one with one hand and coming back down. And one of those just, breaks i mean it just and so i fell on top of well my ankle (laughs) my my one ankle just rolls i mean just rolls as bad as it ever has in my entire life what a traitor (laughs) traitorous ankle (laughs) that traitorous Mm. ankle man i mean it's probably the one i've had the most trouble out of i mean and honestly, it'll, it'll, it'll hurt. I probably, probably that night I tore something in there and never did get it fixed. But I mean, I came down hard, fell onto the, uh, the table, knocked off glasses and broke them. And we all had a good laugh. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I was oh, pretty absolutely. numbed up, so I didn't quite feel the pain. But I knew I rolled it so bad. I felt a pop. It was absolute. I mean, just just knowing right then, like, yeah, my was just snapped up bad. So, yeah, I mean, we got home. I mean, like, I limped it out the rest of the night, like, kind of. I mean, it wasn't really hurting, but, no, it was weak as hell. 
and I knew it was going to be bad in the morning. Oh my God, the swelling on that. I mean, there was a, yeah, I mean, it was also like a high ankle sprain too, along with it. So like it kind of, you know, I mean, the bruising and everything that came with it, like went way, uh, you know, side of my leg there. It was bad. It was very bad. Great times. Finnegan's had a lot of memories and some of them we cannot share um, in any social medias ever. No. Right. Yep. Right. All right. So then now we got Jeff. All right. So um, I've got kind of a two, two parter. Um, one of them I was about uh, probably 11 or 12, and the other one I was probably about 13 or 14. So the first one, um, <laughs> we were getting ready to go somewhere, um, and uh, a few of my buddies were in the pasture behind my house and they were going fishing and mom and dad were still in the house and they was like go get in the car and i told them who was over there they was like well you can see them later don't go over there right now go get in the car and i said okay well me sitting out there for a few minutes and they're not out there i'm like well i'll just go over here and uh you know see see my friends real quick and then you know when they get out here i'll hop back over the fence and We'll be on our way. I climb up the fence, get ready to hop over. Um, as soon as I get ready to hop from the top, uh, the fence snaps. <laughs> the barbed wire sticks in my leg. Ooh. Drags oh. all the drags all the way up my leg. Ooh. Oh, on the inside. And um I was like, okay. I I was like this this didn't just happen so i look down <laughs> and i got like my legs covered in blood so i'm like well i was like this is not good so i go back over the fence um and, and i don't know if it was adrenaline or what but like i really didn't feel it um at that time at moment in time um i felt the the tongue lashing that i got later on from oh, listening to my parents um this wouldn't happen if you wouldn't if you would have listened to us and not gone over there like i said da, da, da. anyway thank the the the, the good lord watched over me because thankfully i didn't have to get stitches um i did i think i i'm pretty sure i got a tetanus shot though um but i still have the scar that reminds me of that every day uh, my second one, I was 13 or 14. I had went to the beach with, uh, as obviously my parents and my sister. And then we had met, um, some friends down there. Uh, it had rained one night and the water was dripping down the stairwell. Well, the, my buddies that were there, they're like, we're going to go up the elevator. And I was like, okay, well, I'll race y'all up, you know, thinking I'll beat them up. Mm. up the stairs and uh you know trying to be trying to show off they were older of course but it, it that that's neither here nor there in the story mm-hmm. uh i take off i open the door to go up the stairwell and uh little did i know at the time there was a pool of water that had uh accumulated from the rain that had been going on um and and for those of you who've been to these condos and stuff with the outside steps that they got the the spray on um 
paint or whatever that gets real slick when it gets wet. Um, yeah. that's, that's what happened here. Um, I Ooh. hit, I hit that water, both my big toes go into that bottom step and, mm. uh, smash. Jeez. So I'm and now it, that, yeah, that's bad enough, but here's where it gets even worse. I don't want that to slow me down because I'm still bound and determined to beat them up the steps before, oh my before God. the elevator. So you got to push hob- through. I'm hobbling up these steps, man. Um, trying to get up there before they do. And, um, needless to say, I did not, um, <laughs> but I did give effort and I did go to the doctor about my broke toes when I got back to, uh, when we got Damn, back to home, because we were still there. Now, mind you, we were still there. We were still going to be there for about, I want to say two or three more days. Um, when this happened, uh, there's nothing they mm. can do for, there's nothing they can do for broke toes anyway. Uh, right. but I did go to the doctor. I did get them x-rayed and they were both broken. Um, uh, so, but yeah, uh, two, two broke toes at the same time is probably one of the worst experiences you'll have as far as getting injured like that. Um, Oh, I bet. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, the, <laughs> Those are my, Man, those are my dumbest hitting, ways of getting injured. Hitting that pinky toe on on a corner, going around a corner on, on some furniture, or something like that. Man, that'll that'll make you shut up, Honda. Yeah. Or just step on your kids' something. toys in general, man. I've stepped on so many of my kids' toys. Those stinking oh, yeah. jets, metal cast jets with all with the. Oh man, that hurts. You want to the throw them in the Lego. yard? <laughs> the, the toy, not the kid. Oh. <laughs> well, debatable. Uh, either way, <laughs> what's up for debate? All right, pack it up. All right, uh, so I'm going to go quickly in succession here. Um, so first of all, there's more than one type of injury. There is a prideful pride injury to your pride injury to your uh, emotional self. Um, believe this was in junior high and I was, uh, well, I was eating down at the, um, at the Western sizzling and anyways, so (laughs) went down there to that, that sizzler, but so I was eating at the Western sizzling at sizzler. Oh my gosh. Anyways, there was a table full of, uh, of girls from, from my high school that were all there. I think they were with their parents, but there was a bunch of them and they were there. And so I, I'm automatically like, you know, you change your step, you're walking different. You got your, making sure you're your peacocking. Peacocking. Putting those, uh, that chest was out. Yeah. Those, uh, <laughs> you got your, your pimp walk, you know, you're trying to, uh, anyways, you're trying to look good. And so I am, I get up. And on the way, I have to go to the bathroom. So I'm passing this table and, you know, I'm like <laughs> joking with them, you know, hey, what are y'all doing? You know, all that fun stuff, flirting. And so I just, I keep walking and then I go into the bathroom and the way the bathroom, there's like two doors there at, at the old sizzler. And, uh, <laughs> and so you go through first door and then there's another door into the bathroom. So I get in there. I pray this story is going the way I think it is. I get I in there and I'm, and I'm looking around and I'm like, where are the urinals? Yes. And I'm like, 
oh my God, I just walked in the women's bathroom. And as you know, as a, uh, a young teenager, um, mortified and the door was right by all of the girls at this table. <laughs> and so I had to walk back out of the door and all the girls were just cackling and laughing and doing, <laughs> you know, laughing like that. And I am mortified. And that was an emotional injury. This isn't where I parked my car. <laughs> yeah, it was. So I had, I had to walk out and, and out of the women's bathroom in front of all these girls and then go to the men's <laughs> bathroom on the opposite side. And uh, was, uh, oh, that's great. Was not thinking you gotta think about it. Jeff's toes will heal. Mike will heal. I will heal. Patrick's never going to get over that. No, no, it, it, it's internal <laughs> injuries. That is, uh, next. I don't know, bud. Like my ankle's still not. I should have went and got some medical attention. Yellow ankles. But uh, other story is, uh, was at blue mountain beach near Destin and, uh, had gone, uh, my, uh, son, just we only it was before that was quite a trip uh my son had to go to the emergency room uh on that trip but it, it wasn't an, oh, an injury uh it, it, that that's beside the point he was fine uh but i we were coming back from the from the beach and you know like the the rent stations that are kind of like the beach there so we came up and it was um my uh oldest son, he, he, we were all rinsing golf. And so he, he was still fairly young and he, there was like this little hose at the bottom of the, uh, of the shower. And when you would turn it on, it was short enough that it would just start going crazy, like a a loose hose and it would spray water everywhere. Uh So we, he, he, turned it on and it started spraying water and he was just giggling and and going nuts. And so he grabs the hose and it was, it was cold water and he was trying to spray (laughs) spray everybody. And we were all trying to get dry. So I, I was doing like a kind of a side shuffle and I was playing with him and I was going back and forth, you know, and he was trying to spray me. And so I went one way, but my body went the other and I slipped, fell, busted, hit, hit, on my shoulder and then, uh, hit mm. my head on oh, my shoulder. Oh my God. And, uh, my wife just starts laughing and <laughs> I was, I was seriously like, like saw stars and my shoulder Concussed. was like really hurting. And yeah. I did, I did not appreciate the laughing, but it, I, I from her in, it probably looked hilarious and I'm uh, sure it did. And I, I busted it and, uh, 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 it took a while for, I, I never really got treatment for it, but it, uh, it, it quit hurting after a few weeks, but, uh, so hopefully it healed back. Right. That's but, funny. And, and because, uh, my wife laughed at me because of that, um, and she felt bad for it afterwards, but, uh, she brings me to a story on her that she's probably going to kill me for, but, um, Uh-oh. She was mm, pitching. Oh no. She was a softball pitcher at, for high school, and she and she went to college to to pitch too. But um, she 
uh, I think it was a tournament. So I think they were going to have to play back-to-back games. Don't take my word for that. But she got finished pitching. She um, usually, you know, how pitchers leave the ball on the mound like afterwards. Well, yeah. well, she, had, I think she had just finished an inning. She took the ball and just kind of like dropped it out in front of her. And, and she just kept walking. And then she stepped on the exact same ball that she <laughs> was in, like just messed up her ankle really bad. Oh no. Oh, man. Yeah. And so, uh, her, uh, and she's, I, I think she still had to stay in and pitch, but I don't know. Oh she's, man. But it was, like a uh, G, well, she's, like a G she's that tough she is. as nails. Though. Oh yeah, she is. And, uh, but uh, we always give her, give her a hard time about like anytime, like she throws a ball down or a softball, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Do you know, don't, 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 don't trip. That's rough. But, uh, anyways, um, I'll probably not survive for the next podcast. So RIP me. Understandable. Anyways, I'm, I'm Man, sorry. I had three. I didn't mean to take right. up so much time. Oh, right. I wish we could, uh, actually, um, think about, you know, our friend whose, uh, name rhymes with Schmeg. Uh, his dumbest injury. <laughs> Are we talking about the motorcycle? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, maybe oh. Ray, it, what's your dumbest way? We could definitely. Yeah. Well, I kind of started off with like a small version of mine, but like y'all would probably like this and know this better than even I would. You ever just have to like get a good man sneeze. Like that lets the whole house know that you just oh. had a sneeze. Yep. That's every yeah, that's sneeze. Make sure Loud every every sneeze with me. There's yeah. there's no in between with me. It's it's a man sneeze every time I let one out, man. So we just got a man sneeze sometimes. So I was in my recliner, the most comfy spot in the house, and for some <laughs> reason, you know, you let the let the legs let the feet down because you know that sneeze is coming. I yeah. literally pulled a muscle in my <laughs> back. In your back, like, that was a hardcore me. sneeze, dude. Man. For a week, I couldn't I've turn. That. It was over, dude. I, I, I'm Jeez. telling you, that I, I don't think that that is that dumb at all. I think that's just uh, us getting older because I've had the same thing happen just driving down the road. And uh, gosh, I, I can actually remember I was uh, coming out to Powell's Crossroads, you know, coming from Fife there, and I, I sneezed like that too, and I felt like my back pop and everything like that and dude i was hurting for like a month so i get it man glossy hot action but yeah that was fun i feel like that's just male dominance when you sneeze that hard like that's just (laughs) makes your eyes water and you're just man i really accomplished something with that sneeze exactly you know hey this this is my sneeze and hear me roar All right, guys, uh, we uh, taking some interest and we kind of gonna want to go around here, uh, man therapy, and just kind of ask some of the guys about uh, different personalities, social media uh, influencers, uh, just uh, things that they're looking at uh, on the socials. And uh, but anyways, uh, Ray, uh, have, have you found anybody that's of interest for you? Yeah, so I've been watching a show on YouTube, uh, Off the Ranch. Uh, it's a guy, he has two other channels, Demolition Ranch and Vet Ranch. He's a veterinarian. 
and he um, he shoots guns. He has cars. He has a home channel. He helps dogs with their broke legs. So he kind of covers the basis of everything. Uh, but the off the ranch show is something that I've been watching a lot here lately. Awesome, uh, Jeff. You got anybody? Um, have y'all have y'all ever seen the videos of the uh, the guy who um, he says put that on a cracker, dude? I have not. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I have not. So, what? Um, he does like a lot of Cajun cooking, and uh, he, he's got his own line of seasoning. Anyway, he's like he's really big in, 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 on TikTok, like huge on TikTok. Um, but anyway, he uh, he's does he's he does these big potlucks, and uh, he cooks anything from shrimp to crabs to uh steaks anything man and um his uh his two catchphrases is while we wait we hydrate and he funnels a beer and Mm -hmm. the second one is uh now put that on a cracker dude um it's uh i mean he's funny but at the same time like the way he shows you how to cook these things um so it's informative but also hilarious at the same time nice. all right uh who are you looking at mike you got anybody in particular yeah so um on instagram i kind of discovered this uh this guy he does this uh kind of mock um for kind of the metal scene and and uh it's called two minutes to late night and the he his his name on the show is guar senio hall and uh <laughs> he, he has a uh, full corpse paint and i mean like he he just he's really good at you know he's funny anyways um but they also do um these um they're they're these cover songs these mashups and he gets you know different people from different bands um you know doing guitars drums bass guitar uh singing i mean in which he you know participates into and um you know like uh i sent you guys he did this uh 90s i guess it was kind of like a 90s uh pop you know mashup and everything like that with all these people and you know it, it was great i mean they they make their uh it into a full music video you know when they do these songs uh they have a podcast um yeah so that's who i'm kind of been following a little bit awesome um yeah so i <clears throat> uh, i kind of found i think this guy on on twitter last year um, he, he's a retired fisherman, but he, he started documenting, he, he's an elderly guy and he, uh, he's from out of the UK and he, it's, uh, Gerald Stratford is his name. And so he's an elderly guy and it, it's just, he started gardening. And so it's very simple videos, but he just started making these videos of him and like his wife and they would 
just of his garden and what he was doing and what he was planning. And it was like the sweetest old man I've ever seen. And he, he goes into like to depth and shows you and it, it's, uh, you can't stop watching. It's a really interesting, uh, interesting Twitter account to follow. And, uh, I think he, he's on Twitter, but I think he's on other sites also, but he, um, it's a, it's just, I guess during the middle of, uh, the pandemic, it was just kind of a nice breath of fresh air and stuff. It was so simple and fresh and it just, it felt real. Uh, is kind of the reasons that I, I liked him. And uh, it was just, he, he seemed very genuine. And it was just this old dude that just started uh, showing people how to, how to take care of their plants and how to, how uh, shows him uh, harvesting and, and setting out all the, uh, not necessarily saplings, but these small sprouts, sproutings of uh, different vegetables and stuff. So it's just, uh, it's very, uh, if you need something to kind of relax and uh, he's, he's put out a lot of videos and he kind of went viral doing it. Awesome. All right, Ray, do you want to take us out? Yeah. uh, Again, we want to just thank everyone for uh, following us on our social medias. Again, that is TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, Follow us at Man Therapy Podcast or Man Therapy Pod on Twitter. Thank you. Hope you have a great week. Oh, yeah. Always. Never fails. (laughs) Ha, 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 